What would your life look like if you felt confident in your body and in your health habits? We believe that confidence is possible for all people. This is the Free Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of Free Method Nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. Happy summer, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Free Method Podcast. So if you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen in May, my husband and I went on a anniversary trip to Scottsdale, Arizona, which if you've never been, I highly recommend adding it to your list. It is so fun. I feel like what I've been telling everyone is it's like the perfect mix of things on a vacation where we hiked in the morning, played pickleball. So like a mix of like active things, laid by the pool a lot, had fun food and drinks, and then went out to fun dinners at night. And uh, yeah, it's like all I could ask for on a vacation, like a little bit of everything. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, I'm a seven. And so love all the variety and options. It was so fun. Also, one thing that it made me think of and really just traveling in general brings this to mind for me is why I am so passionate about the work that we do here at Free Method Nutrition, because I think food can be such an incredible way to experience a new city. But at the same time, if you kind of have a rocky relationship with food, whether you have an eating disorder or just you know some fears around food, some disordered eating, dieting, that sort of stuff, traveling maybe is not the most fun thing or not something you look forward to when it comes to vacation. I know sometimes with clients that we see at Free Method, oftentimes vacation is something we're talking about a lot and like planning ahead and how we can navigate food on vacation. And so what I want you to do if you are in a place where you can close your eyes, if you are driving, please, please don't close your eyes. But I want you to picture this. It is the day before vacation. You have closed your laptop. You're signing out of work for the next week. And you are about to take a vacation that you have been dreaming of for the past six months. You've been like counting down the days. You have looked into the places you want to go, the restaurants you're excited to eat at. And as you're looking at the menus of the restaurants, you get so excited to try different appetizers and entrees. And you pause for a minute and you think back and you think, gosh, a year ago, this is not the reality I'd be walking in. A year ago, I would have been maybe looking at menus to think, okay, What's like the safest thing? What's going to fit within my diet? What's not going to feel too overwhelming? Whereas now you're looking at it with excitement and expectation and excited to try new flavors and experience the city through food. And I'm curious if that's a picture that you want to see. What would it be like to actually be excited about vacation and to see food as one of the elements that really allows you to disconnect and engage in a new city, to be excited about the new foods that you'll get to try. Or maybe it's a vacation that you go on every year and you're excited to go back to your favorite spots. 
What would it feel like for food you eat to not dictate what you wear or how you show up on your trip so you can go out to dinner and then not have to worry the next day about wearing a bathing suit at the pool or getting ready for date night on vacation is fun and exciting and you're excited to wear this new dress that you bought. And I absolutely believe that is possible. It is possible to have that experience on vacation. And I know if you're listening, you're probably like, okay, well, where do I start? Because maybe right now you feel kind of far off from that where it feels like, okay, if I'm going on vacation, the weeks leading up need to be you know, really clean. I need to be following this diet. I need to be exercising more, cutting up carbs, doing all these specific things to quote unquote, earn your vacation. And then the day you get back from the vacation, it's like, all right, time for the new diet to start, time to get back to my old plan. But it's possible for vacation to feel like really any other day where you can have more fun with food and maybe try more and experience different types of food. And then you can get back and get back into your normal rhythm. So let's talk through some tangible things that you can do to prep for vacation days. And a lot of what we talk about when we're talking about this with clients is how can we make our normal days How can we have them set us up for vacation or for days that maybe are more abnormal? Even if it's not vacation, maybe it's just a day that you're busier, you're having to eat out more, or you're going to this restaurant that you haven't been to and it feels really scary to try new foods. I think a lot of the things we do and more of our like mundane day-to-day things can set us up really well for vacation. Because if you think about vacation, one of the things that can be really overwhelming is you maybe are eating out more. You're maybe eating more food than you normally do. You're not in your normal routine. So maybe you're exercising less or you're not eating your like go-to smoothie for breakfast. So things just feel very out of rhythm. So where we really like to start is making what we call a food hierarchy list. And so I encourage you to do this. And what I want you to do is I want this to be labeled from one to 10. So one being, okay, this is scary, but it's not like a 10 scary. Whereas 10 is like, I don't remember the last time I like ate that food or did that thing. So one to 10 is the range. And I want these to be like specific food items. So maybe, you know, ice cream, pizza, tacos, et cetera. Also, it might be more specific kind of food environments. So like eating guacamole at a restaurant versus being able to measure it at home, having peanut butter you know, sprinkled over my acai bowl at breakfast instead of measuring it myself at home, having salad at a restaurant where the dressing's already mixed in versus me being able to know what went into the dressing, how much. So really... It's specific foods, but even just food situations. So you've labeled that from one to 10. Now, what we want to do is make sure to approach this in a way that feels manageable for you. So what we don't want to do is start with these like seven, eight, nine, 10 food items that, you know, are much higher up on the hierarchy that maybe are foods that you can't remember the last time you had or certain experiences that you, that feel like so far-fetched. Whereas the, the items that'll fall in from like one to four or so, maybe things that you do here and there, but you have a lot of like stress or guilt around 
that still feel very uncomfy. But again, not to the level of like the seven, eight, nine, that sort of thing. Now, what you may find if you look at your this hierarchy list is you may see like, oh, wow, a lot of these are foods that I probably do have when I'm on vacation or experiences that I'm in when I'm on vacation, eating out at restaurants, having dessert more, having sugary drinks, whatever things may fall in your hierarchy list, you may find those also overlap with more of those like vacation foods and experiences. And so what we want to try and do is see how can we like blend that in to some of just your normal day-to-day rhythms so then they don't feel as like crazy and out of, you know, left field when you're on vacation. A lot of what this is rooting from is this philosophy called all foods fit. So really finding a place for all foods to fit within your eating patterns. Now with that, giving the caveat, obviously of foods that, you know, maybe you just genuinely dislike or that you're allergic to, you're intolerant to, or foods that you don't eat for like religious or, you know, environmental reasons, like that is outside of it. So seeing for like you individually what that all foods fit means to you when we can see it's from that lens of like intuitive eating versus that like dieting, disordered eating, eating disorder coming in. Now, once you have this hierarchy list created, I want you to start, like I said, with those lower numbers. So like one, two, three, maybe four, um, and looking and picking one. So you likely have multiple foods, multiple experiences, situations under each number. So I want you to pick one. So let's say not measuring your peanut butter is number two. And we decide to pick that. What I then would encourage you to do is see, okay, this week, how can I challenge that? And maybe you say, okay, I have an apple and peanut butter as an afternoon snack almost every day. Usually I measure all the peanut butter so I know exactly how much it is and it fits within, you know, what feels safe to me or you know, what diet I've been on in the past that's told me. And so maybe I'm going to pick three days to not measure the peanut butter. So I'll just, you know, do a spoonful or two, whatever makes sense with the apple you're having. And that's going to be your snack. Now, if you see what we did there, what we didn't do is say, Okay, we're going to pick all of the foods that are in one, two, three. We're going to challenge all of those this week. Because that feels really overwhelming and doesn't feel super approachable, can kind of set you up to feel defeated too, because you're trying so many things all at once. So what we're doing is we're picking one, one item, and then we're looking at your week ahead to see where can I challenge this in a way that, yes, feels challenging, but doesn't feel impossible. And so a lot of it is getting really clear on where you're at currently with food, because for some of you listening, you might hear the idea about peanut butter and think, okay, I could probably try that every day. I have peanut butter pretty much every day, whether it's with an apple, crackers, on a sandwich, however you may have it. I could do that every day. Some of you listening may be like, I could do that once in a week, not measuring or three times. And so it's picking what feels doable to you and then challenging that. And then seeing, okay, do I need to challenge that again next week? Do I want to pick another item on this food hierarchy list? Where am I feeling? And the goal is as we challenge these lower foods, so these one, two, three level foods, 
then the foods that are higher start to get a little bit easier because what you're doing is you're building up trust in your body. You're shutting down these like toxic diet voices and things that you've learned in the past, things that you're, you've adapted from your eating disorder or just diets or wherever it may have come from. And so as you're going throughout challenging all these different levels, you may find, oh, I had eating a salad out as number five. And now that I've challenged all the numbers before, eating a salad out really doesn't feel scary anymore. So maybe you cross that off the list because some of these things, even though maybe they feel so different, like measuring peanut butter versus eating a salad out, they have a lot of overlaps because with that, the common theme is having some sort of like measurement and quantity and probably ties back to calories of like, okay, I know if I have X amount of salad dressing, it's Y amount of calories. Or if I have X amount of peanut butter, it's Y amount of calories. And so what we're doing is as we're getting comfortable with not measuring peanut butter, that then starts to also overlap into not measuring salad dressing and not measuring oil and not measuring nuts and all of these other foods. And then what you find is, because maybe you're listening and you're like, okay, but I don't see what's the big deal. Like if I'm measuring my food every day, my peanut butter, whatever the food may be, what's the big deal? And, you know, I could go into a whole podcast episode on that. But for the sake of this topic we're talking about with travel, where this is hard is when we then get out of our normal routine, when we're on vacation, when we're having breakfast at a friend's house, when we're in these different food environments, it can kind of feel like a rug's been pulled out from under us of like, oh my gosh, I measure the peanut butter on my PB&J every day. And now we're on vacation and we're going hiking and we're making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and I can't measure it. And this feels really overwhelming. So what we're doing is helping support that future you, the you that wants to be able to go hiking with your husband on vacation or go play on the beach with your kids and pack a fun lunch and not have to spend extra time in the kitchen measuring and portioning out all the different foods. And so it's making these decisions in your normal day-to-day rhythms that are going to support you when you're on vacation and when you're in these future moments so that food doesn't have to be a stressor. It can be a source of enjoyment and excitement in a way that you experience a new city and at the same time so that food doesn't have to be the main priority. You know, I know for me, I mean, this is one of the reasons I became a dietitian. I genuinely love food. I consider myself a foodie. And so eating out when I travel is so fun just to experience different cuisines and see different restaurants and aesthetics of the environment and all of that. But for some of you listening, food may not be that big of a deal to you. And right now it may be from more of this like diet lens, but in terms of the like foodie nature, maybe isn't that big of a deal. And so you want to be able to go on vacation and enjoy the sightseeing and the museums and relaxing by the pool and all these like non-food things. But right now food is occupying so much of that time because it's like, oh, well, if I'm going to wear a bathing suit by the pool, I need to eat X, Y, Z the day before, or I need to do all these things leading up to this trip so that I can be in this bathing suit by the pool. And so what we're doing is trying to cut out all this excess noise. 
So I hope this conversation helps to give you some like tangible steps you can take now, just kind of in your day-to-day mundane days to help prep you for vacation, for travel, for being out of your normal rhythm so that food can just be food and not be this overwhelming thing, not have this huge sense of morality. And also if you're listening and you're like, gosh, this like sounds so great, but it also feels so much easier said than done. It is. And I totally get it. And this food hierarchy list that I just talked through is something that we work with our clients through session after session after session. And so if you're hearing me talk about this and thinking like, gosh, I want to work through that, but I feel like I need some accountability. I feel like I need someone to come alongside me to really help challenge all these different foods. We would love to support you at Free Method Nutrition. So we are currently accepting new clients. And like I said, this is one of the big things that we work on with a lot of our clients is challenging these food fears, challenging these rules so that you can eat with confidence. So if you want to learn more, save time, see if this would be a good fit for you, head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call. And from there, you can schedule a time to chat with me for about 15, 20 minutes, and we can see if this program would be a good fit for you. So I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And if y'all are going on any fun vacations this year or this summer, I hope you have so much fun. I hope you're able to experience food and I hope you're able to experience so many other things outside of food itself. Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the free method podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review that helps others discover this message of freedom. Share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.